Welcome to Coffee Talk with Linda. I'm Linda Davis. Thank you for joining me today. A little bit about myself before we get started. I love Jesus. I love coffee. And I love sharing both. So go grab your cup and let's talk. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Linda. I am so excited to share with you what I believe the Lord is saying for us in this season. Today, here we are, right? It's Rosh Hashanah today. And so today I'm sharing about what I believe the Lord is showing me about Uh, Rosh Hashanah, I believe it's just a glimpse, truthfully. And even uh, Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish holiday. Uh, it's It's the Jewish calendar. It's basically their new year. And um, for us uh, that go on a traditional calendar of January to December, uh, it's still, we're still moving in that spiritual realm in the Jewish calendar, God's calendar, but we can begin to prepare our hearts. It's all about preparing your heart in this season and getting ready to walk in obedience for what God's trying to do in your heart and in your lives entering into this new season. A new year is always about a new season. And so I just want to take a few moments and share with you what uh, the Lord just randomly began speaking to me about. I was out back, there was a rainstorm coming through and I was drinking my Dunkin' Donuts coffee. We stopped and picked it up on the way home from church. And I was just meditating on the things of the Lord and the fact that today is Rosh Hashanah. And this is gonna be awesome because I shared this. And if you wanna go back, you can listen to, um, I did a live Facebook video. Uh, I have a podcast and um, I doubled the, titled those things, Double Promises and the Lord after he began speaking this to me, reminded me of that recording I did. And that was exciting to me. And so as I'm sitting here thinking about Rosh Hashanah and what what today is, I realize I happen to look at my watch just to see what time it was. And my watch always gives me the date. And so on the date, it's nine, nine, okay? So we've been talking about double. And if you've been listening to other people, which I'm sure you do, (laughs) and um, you've been hearing a lot about double from a lot of different people. Maybe it's termed a little different over here, worded a little different over here, but it's being spoken. And today is Rosh Hashanah. And today is nine, nine, okay? So double and I believe it's a time of birthing forth. Those things we've been carrying, maybe a little longer than we felt like we were gonna have to carry. Uh, It's time, we're in fullness, right? Now, how long are you pregnant for? Nine months. And here we are on nine, nine. And then actually in January, we're going into 2019. So that's a lot of nines. And there's a lot of nine in the Bible. The, The fruits of the spirit, there's nine of them. The giftings of the spirit, there's nine of them. There's nine months that you carry a baby in you to full term. 
And so I believe that we're in that time and that season. And I had written this down um, back in August at some point. I didn't write the date, but I do know my Double Promises podcast and the live video I did on Facebook was back on August 22nd. And I wrote this down back then. And I'm just so pumped that God has brought it all back to my remembrance. You better get the nursery ready. You better get the nursery ready because everything you carried in 2018, you're about to deliver in 2019. And so that number nine, as far as what it represents in the Jewish calendar, I mean, um, the symbolisms in the Jewish numbers, One of the things is that it looks like a womb. It looks like a basket, a basket and a carrying of something. And so we've been carrying some things. And the truth of the matter is a lot of us have wanted to give up at different times and different seasons of our lives. And the truth also is, I say this a lot. I say it at Java and Jesus. They can tell you all the time at different Bible studies I've done. Because the Lord says it to me a lot, truthfully. That's why I say it a lot. Do Galatians 6, 9. Do not get weary in your well-doing. For in due season, in due season, and I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but for in due season, if you don't faint, you're going to reap. And I say this all the time. We've got our portion. We've got our portion in it. And our portion is to not faint like a, a laboring woman or a what you, you know, <laughs> there's not one pregnant woman that doesn't think she's actually going to have the baby earlier than her actual due date. Right. All of us. I don't think they have my due date. Right. I almost missed the corner of the desk. I don't think that I'm really going to go. I, I'm already to do. I'm, I'm already to deliver right now. And many of us have thought that a, that a carrying things for the Lord. Certainly I have. I don't understand why this isn't here. You've shown me that. Where's that? Where's this? Right. I have these conversations with the Lord. And so, but I've got to trust that he knows that he knows exactly when that baby's supposed to be delivered. And there's a danger to having a baby too early. And there's a danger to having a baby too late. Both of those things uh, carry a danger to them, a risk, a risk to them. And so we have to Uh, trust the Lord. And so for those of us that have remained in that place of trust, truthfully, when we wanted to quit, when we felt like giving up, we've remained in that place of trust. He's saying, you, those you're about to reap, okay? Do not grow weary in well-doing for in due season, if you don't faint, you will reap. Reap what? Your harvest, We're about to reap. We're about to deliver. We're about to hold the manifestation of that thing. I know it's been tough. I know it's been a battle. I know it's been trying. I know it's been um, uh, pressing, you know, like, like, um, I don't know what they're called, but I'm getting the picture of it. Uh, We had one uh, down in our basement as kids growing up. And it's this thing that's on the end of the tool bench. 
and you put something in the middle of it, maybe a piece of wood or something, and you would tighten it and you could just squeeze it as much as you could. That's the, that's what I'm getting a picture of. And so, uh, there's been this squeezing and it's been sometimes the Lord's literally brought us to it, literally uh, led us to that time because he's squeezing out of us those things that need to be squeezed out of us. You know, he's showing us in that difficult moment, right? We're supposed to count it all joy, right? As James says, count it all joy, consider it all joy, um, so that you come to this place that you'll have perseverance, you'll have endurance, you'll be lack vice grip. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. You'll be lacking nothing, right? And we're not going to get to that place. Like I, I, I said this, um, I think at my uh, job in Jesus last Tuesday night, you know, you can't impart this. You know, this is something that we have to go through on our own. We have to have this stuff squeezed out of us. And why do we count it all joy? Because the Lord's saying, there's something in you I'm trying to get out of you. And sometimes that vice grip is because there's something in a place in us that's where God's supposed to be. So it's got to be removed from our life in order for the baby to come forth. And so also, right, what do you do when a baby, you know, you you know you're going to have a child? Like what does everybody do? They prepare the nursery. And so we have to prepare ourselves, our lives, our hearts, even maybe our families. What God will tell you what you have to prepare, but you've got to prepare for what God has for you before he can bring it. It's a mess. It's, you know, it's not devastating, but it's more difficult if you haven't even begun the nursery and all of a sudden you go into labor and now you and your husband or you and your wife, if you're a man listening, you're off at the hospital having the baby, but the crib's not even together or the bassinet's not even together, the changing tables. So now you come home with this thing and you have to make a bunch of adjustments. And so when the Lord delivers a prophetic word, he's telling you get ready now for what's about to show up. And I'm telling you, here we are today. I'm so excited. I just can't even believe it. Here we are today on the ninth month in the ninth day, and it's Rosh Hashanah. We're going into the new year. We're in that season, and it's double nines. It's double for your trouble. It's double promises coming forth. God spoke that to me. I don't know, maybe it was two or three weeks ago now. I'm about to double your promises. And so until I see that, I'm gonna believe that. I'm not gonna speak against it. I'm not gonna throw my hands up in frustration. I'm going to believe that God is going to double my promises. Some things that I wrote down here that I just, I wanted to share with you on today. We've heard the double, 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 double. And and just start Googling. Um, There's a lot of different people out there that are speaking this thing. They're speaking double. They're speaking acceleration. They're speaking increase. Uh, The favor of the Lord upon you. And uh, 
for you holding your portion, for you holding your portion and you preparing and you refining and you allowing your hearts, right? What did David say consistently? You know, if we're never wrong, if we won't ever say, okay, Lord, this has been pointed out to me, I'm putting it to you. What do you say? 20 people can say something about you for the good or for the bad. You can't go on what they say. You put your heart before the Lord and say, what do you say? You show me my heart because I don't ever want to be out of step with what the Lord says. Create in me a pure heart, O Lord, and renew, some translations say clean heart, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. In other words, if I've gotten off track just a little bit, get me back. We always, especially right now during Rosh Hashanah, well, I'm trying to put my notes down, Rosh Hashanah, that's a time of reflecting on your heart and repenting and getting things right. And so, yes, Lord, renew a steadfast spirit in me. Have me be in the right place. We better be careful to cast judgment on others because none of us, myself included, everybody else included, none of us have been right all the time. And that self-righteousness, if we always think we're right. And so if we feel like somebody's pointed something out to us and we get irritated and we can't be told we might be wrong, then that's the place we stay at. But if we will at least put to praise, I'm gonna at least take into consideration what they have to say about me. I am not going to just fluff it off. I'm going to put it before the Lord and I'm going to let the Lord tell me where I'm at with this. I'm going to let the Lord show me because we can be easily discouraged or falsely encouraged. Now, that's really good right there. I don't want you to miss that one. We can be easily discouraged or falsely encouraged. And so we have to make sure we're hearing from God. Tell me what you say, God. What is the truth of this situation? So that's, let's be in that place of preparing our hearts in this season that we are prepared. Our ha- <laughs> This is really good. Our hearts are the nursery. That's good. Praise God. My heart, your heart, that's the nursery. And we have to prepare our nurseries for all that God has for us, for that double-double. Remember, we're if you're just jumping in now, we're in 9-9. We're on September 9th. And look up, look up the... Uh, 5779 in the Jewish year, that last number's nine and the symbolisms of that. But even today's date on our calendar today, on our calendar today is nine nine, and we're going into the Jewish year of 5779 for the Rosh Hashanah. And so don't miss that. That's a lot of nines. That's three nines represented. If you separate them out. And you say, okay, so on our calendar, we're on 9-9, and yet we're in the 57-79 year that we're going into. 
So happy Rosh Hashanah, happy double promises, happy that harvest coming forth more than you thought it was going to be. I just want to spend all week saying more, 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 more than I thought, more, 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 more than you thought, more, 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 more than we thought it was going to be is what it's going to be. That's powerful. And if we can open our hearts to that, prepare the nursery, we can open our minds to that and just try that God's really going to, you know, it's not our obligation to perform his word. <laughs> That's really good too. And we take it on sometimes as our, our, our obligation is to be obedient to the Lord. We have to obey what he directs us to obey and we leave the rest of it up to him. That's our only obligation. My obligation is to obey the Lord. My obligation is to keep these hands clean. My obligation is to keep this heart pure. Uh, not that I'm perfect, but that I'm willing to say, oh my gosh, Lord, create in me a clean heart, a pure heart. Renew in me a steadfast, a steadfast, a steady spirit. In other words, write me where I'm wrong. Put me, straighten my path out and write me in it. Uh, I think it's in Psalm 24. Who can ascend the throne of God? We want to be in God's presence we better make sure we have clean hands and a pure heart. That's the one that ascends the throne. Now, we've all been given the access. Yes, we have. And we've all been given freely salvation. But who really has, in other words, who really has God's ear? Do you have God's ear? Do I have God's ear? Let me check my nursery out and make sure I have God's ear. Let me check my nursery out, make sure it's set up for everything God has for me in this season. I don't wanna miss it. Double it, you know, it's not what we think, all of us. All of us, it's not what we think. And so we have to come humbly before God. He shows us all the time. This is where you missed it. This is where you missed it. You got to get it right here. You got to fix it here. And so it, we, you know, we can't cast stones at others and not be willing to reflect in with us. That's really all of all of what Rosh Hashanah is about: is reflecting on your heart, getting things right in your heart, repenting for the wrong, repenting for where you missed it, and asking the Lord to renew your spirit give you a steadfastness in your spirit. You know, that's the thing about David. He was quick to repent. He wasn't perfect. So, you know, sometimes we get so frustrated with ourselves or other people because we're not perfect or they're not perfect, right? We put this expectation on others to be perfect and ourselves, truthfully, and then we set ourselves up for failure and we set others up for failure. But the thing I love about David, and I think the thing that God loved about David, was that he consistently went to God in repentance. And he was genuinely, genuinely uh, uh, repentant, genuinely sorry, wanted to get it right. And so, double for your promises. And back when I shared um, a couple weeks ago in August, I talked about how I saw these two double gray doves and that they were mourning doves and that the Lord, that's when he spoke to me, double promises. So for our mourning season, we're going to get double. What? And you know, I, I, I want you to hear this because this is really good. 
Um, you might not think you're in a mourning season, like a death, because we think of mourning and we deep, we think of deep grieving loss. But the truth is the Lord showed me this, and maybe he's already shown you, but he showed me this, that we anything, anything that did not turn out the way we expected it to turn out is a loss. It's an actual death that we mourn in our inner man, whether we realize it or not. And so this thing we thought was going to go this way and it ended up going that way, right? And we're disappointed, but we shrug it off. Oh, well, that just didn't turn out the way I expected it to turn out. Really, we've mourned it in our hearts. We're grieving it in our hearts. It didn't go, but you know what? It came as no surprise to God. That's for sure. And so even though it didn't turn out the way we expected, God knew what was coming to us. And he led us to that place or he allowed it to happen for our goodness. The thing wasn't necessarily good, but he's going to work something good in us through it. And so anything that did not come out, turn out, uh, go the way you expected, especially, and this is a frustrating thing we find, when we're in obedience. That's the toughest thing. When we're in obedience, we expect, it's, it's, a, it's a mentality of entitlement. When we're in obedience, we expect more given to us. When, like, we deserve it, you know, like, like, uh, Elijah in the cave, you know, griping to God. Well, after all I've done, I'm the only one that was faithful. And I don't know why, you know, now here I am. They're trying to kill me and I'm hiding in a cave and, you know, kind of the wah-wahs to God. And so, no, actually, he actually didn't deserve anything. Anything that, any path that God cleared for him was a gifting to him. And so uh, for us, we have to we have to have that mentality of when we come to that place that something ended differently than we expected it to end that's a mourning that we that's a loss that's actually a grieving we have and god's saying in, in in this season for those that have been faithful those that did not grow weary those that keep checking their own heart for those i'm giving you double for all you've mourned all you've lost i'm giving you double for that i'm returning it more than you expected more right he does we can we really really grasp and believe that he does exceedingly he does abundantly what more than we could ever expect or imagine. So let's really grab hold of that and believe that in our hearts. Prepare your vats for the overflow. Prepare your vats for the overflow. And so um, the vats... They hold the wine. 
<laughs> so be ready for the new wine. Be ready for double wine. Be, be ready for refreshing. Be ready for double refreshing. Be ready for double restoring. Everything's double. We're on a double day of Rosh Hashanah here. We're on 9-9, September 9th. Do not let this moment in these numbers pass you by. God is big into numbers. We can look in the Bible and see that. It's huge. So let's not miss any of the numbers of it. <clears throat> and God reminded me of this scripture in Zechariah. It's not by might. It's not by power. But by my spirit, says the Lord. And see, this is the thing. It's, it, it's not. It's not in our own strength. It's not in our own determination. It's not in those things, right? We can push and physically push, like I'm gonna do this and we can be determined and diligent and all that other stuff, but it's not those things that are bringing the double. It's by his spirit. As we lean into, as we trust in, as we remain, as we are steadfast, as we continually check our heart, continually prepare the nursery, that's in that place. So I wanna remind you, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by his spirit. On this day of double, going into Rosh Hashanah, we're gonna receive double promises double. Everything that we carried in 2018, we're delivering it in 2019. And even it's going to be twins. It's going to be double. It's going to be the two things or twice as much as you expected. So remember I said the heart's the nursery. Get the nursery ready. Get the nursery ready. My my lights just got brighter in my room for no reason whatsoever. I'm the only one in here. The, the switch is all the way over there and they just increased in this room, my lighting did. So that's kind of weird. That's never happened to me before. I just want y'all to know. So double for your trouble. Two, nine, nine is the day we are on today in Rosh Hashanah. Nine, nine, going into the new year of God's calendar, which ends in 5779. So hang on. Don't grow weary in your well-doing. In due season, we are reaping what we have sown. And in due season, if we have not grown weary, there's some of, there's some of uh, God's law that cannot be denied. And one of the things that cannot be denied is you will reap what you sow. And the best way to describe it is if I take a tennis ball, I wish I had one to do this, but if I take a tennis ball and I throw it against the wall, it's coming back to me. Like right there's the wall. If I threw a ball at it, it's coming back to me. That's the law of reaping and sowing. And so we will reap what we sow. And if we do not grow weary, we will receive in due season, in when we're due to deliver, we'll receive our harvest, all God has for us. And so be ready, get ready, get the nursery ready, get your heart ready. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit. So what is one more thing that we do when we're about to deliver? We get the nursery ready, 
and we pack the bags, right? We pack the bags and then we go. So I just want to encourage you to be ready for whatever God has for you in this season. Whatever he's shown you that you haven't seen the fruition of it yet, hold on, it's here right now. Right now in this, he's just waiting to dump it on you. The nursery, the heart has to be ready for it. We've all got to check our, stop checking everybody else's heart and check your own heart and receive double of what God has for you on today. Nine, nine of Rosh Hashanah going into the calendar year of 5779. It's going to be more than you expected, beyond the fullness of what you expected because you refused to not get weary in your well-doing. You refused to give up on all you know God said to you. All you know God said to you. Not what everybody else said to you. What did God say to you? He's doubling that very thing. So receive your double portion and happy Rosh Hashanah. 